this morning i'm just bringing some verses of scripture to your attention then we can proceed into the fulfillment of the service all right thank you so we're talking about holy spirit take over my soul this morning for a reason because those of us who followed the ministry from the beginning of this month august 2nd august till yesterday 29th august we have just come out of a journey though that is not the end of fasting in fact i wish that we will continue the life of fasting like apostle paul said in fastings often so i recommend you in case you have stopped fasting i recommend to you that you will cultivate a lifestyle of fasting and that fasting will become a part and parcel of your work with god but as a house as a ministry as a people we just came out of a 21 day of fasting 21 days of fasting and prayer and it was actually wonderful god glorified himself in our lives we learned so much we prayed together so much and the bottom line was for us to learn how to yield our souls and for that matter our mind our will and our emotions under the influence and control of the holy spirit and glory be to god we have come this far we are crowning everything because we are dealing with what we call times of refreshing as a matter of fact when you look at the book of acts chapter 3 where the phrase times of refreshing occurs is a reference to what isaiah had prophesied in isaiah chapter 28 verses 11 and 12 that has to do with the coming of the holy spirit until jesus comes back the holy spirit came in the stead of jesus and he is the one pioneering the building of the body of christ when somebody believes the gospel and accepts jesus as lord he is the one who immerses that person into the body bible says by one spirit are we all baptized into one body and this holy spirit coming to dwell in our spirit when he gets a flow through our souls refreshes our souls take note that there is a vacuum that is left in the soul of every man born of adam born into this world there is a vacuum as a result of the fall there is an emptiness there is a hunger there is a longing there is that vacuum in the soul of man that cannot be satisfied by anything except when the holy spirit fills that vacuum and so when he comes to join himself or rather when you join yourself with him by receiving him into your spirit he wants to gain access into your soul because your soul which is your mind your will and your emotions can either be a barrier to the flow of god's spirit from within you or can serve as a bridge when he is a barrier it means that you have the holy spirit in you and yet there is no influence there is no impact there is no flow there is no virtue coming out of you 
and your life becomes a waste. Your life becomes an enigma. It becomes something that cannot be, I mean, you cannot write anything home. I mean, you cannot write anything home about it. But I believe that if you followed us and you were part of the exercise of waiting on God, some way, somehow, you have come to that place where you can, you can also identify that personally, I need to give the Holy Spirit the right of way. I need to give the Holy Spirit that room that he would take over my soul. Because when he becomes a bridge, wow, rather when your soul becomes a bridge and the Holy Spirit begins to sweep over your soul, child of God is beautiful. It becomes an experience where there is an interaction, there is a fellowship, there is a sweetness that the Holy Spirit gives in your soul that cannot be satisfied by any other. So, basically my message this morning is captioned that way. Holy Spirit, take over my soul. And I'll show you a scripture I've used before when I was teaching on baptism in the Holy Spirit. I'll show you that scripture in John chapter 21. I'll take from verse 18 into 23. Okay. John 21 is actually the last chapter in the book of John. These were some few moments before Jesus Christ ascended to heaven. He had actually risen from the dead. He was by the seaside. He invited the disciples to come and, and you know, enjoy the grilled fish he himself had prepared and then he asked peter some questions in the preceding verses do you love me more than this do you love me more than this do you love me more than this the third time according to the verse 17 peter was even grieved because that he said to him the third time do you love me peter was grieved it's like what kind of question is this and he said to him lord you know all things you know that i love you jesus said to him feed my sheep this was the third time he was instructing him now he gives a certain revelation which is a picture to all of us as to what happens when the holy spirit gains the right of way okay verse 18 he says most assuredly jesus is instructing apostle peter here most assuredly i say to you when you were younger you gathered yourself and walked where you wished. I want to take note of the, you. You. In other words, you did everything without the influence of the Holy Spirit. You did everything without the guidance of the Holy Spirit. You did everything all by yourself. When you were younger, you gathered yourself and walked where you wished. But when you are old you will stretch out your hands and another will guide you and carry you where you do not wish did you hear that i hope you know the word guide it's an old english word it means to to put on a garment or to dress up when you were younger you gathered yourself and walk where you wish. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will guide you and carry you where you do not wish. In other words, at this level, it's no longer your wish that matters, but it is the wish of another. I'm talking about this 
morning. And that's the wish of the Holy Spirit. Verse 19 says, This he spoke. This Jesus spoke, signifying by what death. Hmm. There are different kinds of death. Signifying by what death he, Apostle Peter, would glorify God. If you read the King James Version, it says, This he spoke, signifying by what death he showed. The King James used the word sold. It was a must. It was part of God's destiny for Apostle Peter. He's, this he spoke signifying by what death he would or he should glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, follow me. Hmm. Let me read some, I mean, the 20 and 21 to 23, then you appreciate what God is communicating to us this morning. 20. Then Peter turning around saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following. And I hope you know the one. The one that is writing this is the one that Jesus loved or described in scripture as the apostle or the disciple Jesus loved. The one who could lean on the chest of Jesus and ask questions that nobody could ask and get answers. He was the only person who knew that Judas was the one was going to betray Jesus. So Peter turned around, saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following, who also had leaned on his breast at the supper and said, Lord, who is the one who betrays you? So he's referring to John here. Verse 21, Peter seeing him said to Jesus, but Lord, what about this man? Come on. You see, the man was still young. Jesus had told him something. He didn't get the revelation. Instead of him concentrating on what Jesus had told him personally, he was now asking, what about John? What about this man? Look at verse 22. Jesus said to him, if I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? You follow me. It's as simple as that. 23. Then this saying went out among the brethren that this disciple would not die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he would not die. But if I, and I quote, if I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? Hallelujah. What am I saying this morning? When we come to the place of maturity, child of God, when we come to the place where the Holy Spirit gains the ascendancy, room in us, to express himself through us, it will no longer be about what God does with us or through us. It will be about what God does in me, through me, and what he does in you, through you, individually. Because in as much as we are different members of the body of Christ, we are called individually and we are called differently and therefore we will all stand before the judgment seat of Christ to give account of ourselves individually never forget that individually apostle peter i am sure did not appreciate the death i'm talking about d e p t h the death of the import of jesus's communication to him so at a time when he should have meditated on what concerned him, he was so busy 
concerning himself about somebody else. Because the weight of what Jesus had told him was so much that it should have given him a cause to start thinking and meditating whether he was even ready to glorify God by a certain kind of death. Because Jesus tells him that when you were younger, you could put on your own clothes, you could just dress up and go where you wanted to go and nobody could stop you. You did as you wish and nobody could hinder you. But when you become old, and the phrase when you become old has to do with when you come to the place of maturity. When you come to the place where you recognize the person of the Holy Spirit in your life and what he is in your life to do. When you come to the place of maturity where you are no longer in charge of your life, but you have given full control and full charge to the Holy Spirit. When you come to that level, child of God, you will discover that it's no longer about what you want to do, but it's about what the Lord wants to do through you. And in the case of Apostle Peter, Jesus specifically tells him that when you become old, somebody else is going to put on cloth that you do not wish to even put on. And you will stretch out your hand and another person will lead you where you do not wish to go. And this he spoke signifying by what death he, Apostle Paul, uh, sorry, Apostle Peter, should glorify God. It should have been enough. Then he said, Father, I am ready. But he now turned about and saw John, the disciple whom Jesus loved. Then he said, Lord, what about this man? You just look at the child play with his communication. At that level, he had not appreciated the import of Jesus' message yet. Lord, what about this man? Then, Jesus Christ told him that if I will that he should tarry, John should tarry till I come. What is that to you? I wanted to get that question. What God wants to do with me has got nothing to do with what God wants to do with you. At the end of the day, God wants to glorify himself in my life and in your life individually. Because we are called differently. For Peter, it was his death that should bring glory to God. For Apostle John, it was his life that should bring glory to God. Maybe for you, it is your marriage that should bring glory to God. For another person, it is his health, his business, his finances, his investment, his relationship, his contracts. Whatever God chooses to put his glory on, what he does with me has got nothing to do with you. And what he does with you has got nothing to do with me. Think about it. These were 12 apostles called together. One betrayed Jesus. He committed suicide and it was left with 11. At the time Jesus was communicating, they had not chosen Matthias as the 12. So they were only 11. So you could have said that, well, because they were called together, then it means that they were going to have a common destiny. But that is not the case, child of God. In Christ Jesus, we are called together as a body. But we have individual destinies, individual destinations, individual um, communication, individual assignments, individual revelations, individual 
uh, graces, something God wants to do with my life is certainly different from what God wants to do with your life. And I want you to get it here, child of God, that because we are called differently, our assignments will be different. Some will glorify God with their death. Some will glorify God with their life. Some will glorify God with whatever God chooses. But the question is, are you ready to allow that choice to be? Until the Holy Spirit takes over your soul, you may resist the will of God for your life. But we are all called for the glory of God. In the case of Peter, it was his death. It was only last week I learned from uh, Bishop Dagwood Mills during the Give Thyself Holy Conference. It was only last week I learned that Apostle Peter's wife was also crucified. I didn't know that. He was narrating a story of how Apostle Peter died, not knowing that his wife was also crucified right in front of him. They made him watch how his wife was nailed to the cross and she died right in his presence. And then they said, oh yeah, it's your turn. Come on. And I, I like Peter. At this level, he had come to that place of maturity. At this level, he had come to that place where he was no longer in charge of his life. So he told them that, look, for me, you have killed my wife through crucifixion. But I am not worthy to die like my master Jesus. So, you know what you have to do? Just um, crucify me upside down. Let my feet rather be up and my head be down. And gloriously and joyfully, he handed over himself. And his death indeed glorified God. What God did with Apostle Peter had got nothing to do with what he was to do with John. And history tells us that John was the only disciple amongst the, the, the remaining apostles. Let's say 12. Even Matthias was also killed, finally. So amongst the 12, the only person who died a natural death was Apostle John. Even when they fried him in oil, he didn't die. Because Jesus had already spoken, what is it? If I would that he should tarry, what has God, that got to do with you? The man was fried in oil. Think about it. And he didn't die. And they didn't know what else to do with him. So they threw him head, head on from a hilltop into the island of Patmos. And that was where he received the book of Revelation. My question this morning is that what God wants to do with somebody's life? What has that got to do with you? And what God wants to do with my life? What has that got to do with you? What God wants to do with your life? What has that got to do with me? We should, at this juncture, after having learned so much about fasting and prayer and what they do in our lives, I believe that if there is any cry moving forward as a people who have grown together for the last three years, it is that Holy Spirit take over my soul. For when the Holy Spirit takes over, child of God, the battle is over. When the Holy Spirit takes over, the will of God shall be done. You'll be amazed how you will discover God's ultimate will for your life when you give the Holy Spirit the right of way. Oftentimes, we are our own hindrance. The reason why many of us have never discovered God's will for our lives yet, God's destiny for our lives yet, is simply because we are not yielded yet. We haven't yielded that aspect of our lives to Him yet. Take over my soul. And that's my message this morning. 
I'm not preaching any longer, but we are saying Holy Spirit is a going before him. Individually, we are going before him and say, take over. Take over my soul. Let your spirit sweep over my soul. Let your spirit, oh God Almighty, sweep over my mind, my will and my emotions. And as you take over, use that aspect of my life that you want to use for your glory. Use it, Lord. For some, it may be your death. For some, it may be your life. For some, like I said, it may be your marriage. For some, it may be your business. For some, it may be your finances. For some, it may be your health. For some, it may be all your, all the areas of your life put together that God wants to, you know, take. Maybe not just one aspect, but every aspect of your life. For some, it is your birth, the way you were born. Until the, the day you exit this earth, God wants to have the totality of your being and glorify himself through you. Can I ask you a question? Will you allow him take over my soul? Lift your voice and begin to talk to God. Wherever you are, begin to talk to the Father. Take over my soul. Take over my soul. Take over my soul. Take over my soul, Zagades Prandaiza, Mantoli Igibra Katus Pradegrigaga. Take over my soul, Holy Spirit. I yield my soul. I yield my soul under your influence, oh Holy Spirit. Would you lift your voice and begin to pray to him? Take over my soul, Holy Spirit. Rababo Shakaparia de Grigagash, Mantalama Supropaliminicataizigrigge, Andu Shapati Grigagain Tospra Aiza, Valamalakatosa Pratolobos. Zubrantaya, take over my soul, take over my soul, Holy Spirit. I yield my soul under your influence. I yield my soul, my mind, my will, my emotions. Take over. That area of my life you have chosen to glorify yourself in and to and to be and to be used to glorify God. Take over, Holy Spirit. Mazibrekatos pradivroska antirgaga, Zivilimininikotose pranteremininikotosa, Rabalezigrigentaiza pranteza, Rababosha paliminikotaiza, Barantosu pro paliminikotaiza, Rabababosha pratonababa, Yegadigrigatantalava labra supranta, Mantorobosu pratonabageza, Yeleveliminikotosigrigaga, Andonababa, Sapratonababaka, Tekova, Tekova. Over my soul, Roboros pro palentosha, Bale pale palentala basi braka, Rabababosha paribaranta, Rabarabasanto lemenicatizi grigeta, Roborobo supra palimenicataja, Mantorobo supra pale etigrigata, Ajo palimenicatizi grigeto pa adigrigo, Rababosha preparantiza, Zebriverimenicatizi grigentizi grigoga, Rabababosha. Prapalanta, Roborobo Suprapalanta, Gibrata, Mantiri Borobo Suprate de Bebe, Regato Zigriganta, Zigatalande, Reverai Zigrigata, Mayo Pali Palazo Prapalija, Mantora Prante de Bele, Zigrigate, take over my soul. I yield, I yield, I bring my soul under your influence, Holy Spirit, Riborosa Prata, I no longer stand in the way, and I have the right of way, Zabarantigriga. 
I yield my soul, I yield my mind, I yield my will, I yield my emotions. I sweep over my soul, Holy Spirit. Let my soul not be a barrier but a bridge to your flow, unhindered, that you will flow from within me as rivers of living water. That through me, Lord, you will impact this generation and impact lives. That area of my life, God, for your glory take over my soul holy spirit Papa, Rakato Pali Balata, Zigrigita Jebre Papa, Rabaraba Shatoro Zobrataya, Ibantoro Sata, Eperi and Kosigrigatesha, Anto Sapali Aje, Apoli Azigrigenta Lava Suprapa, Mantebebebebebeza. Take over my soul. I yield my will. I yield my mind. I yield my emotions under your influence, Holy Spirit. Take over. Take over my soul. Rabba Rosha. Take over Holy Spirit. I present my body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to you, God, which is my reasonable service. I choose not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of my mind that I may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Ajay Rakata, 
I yield my soul, Holy Spirit to Kuba, Marento Parapa, Rebebe Shepra Barandigate, Livroski Indigrigaja, Mantorova Sopra Tigija, Rabarava Supra Teresa, Liberate Nevenekataja, Masubrik Tuzigrigaja, Rebebe Sopra Papa, Malaysigrigaja, Lefizigrigaja, Paranto Shapa, Pariakatiji, Azigrigato, Mediato Grukatiza, Apollyasuke, I yield my mind, I yield my will, I yield my emotions. Take over, Holy Spirit, fill me up to the overflow, fill me up to the overflow. Let's not my soul be a barrier any longer, let my soul be a bridge, a connection between my spirit and my outer body. Through my soul, you will flow and express yourself through my physical body. Impacting this generation, impacting this generation, impacting this century, impacting the people living in this century. Holy Spirit, take over. In the name of Jesus Christ. Listen, something is coming to my spirit right now. When it comes to yielding one's will to the will of God, it's a battle. In fact, I think that it is the greatest battle anybody can be engaging. So, we are not talking about wishy, wishy-washy prayer here. A typical example is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ himself who knew no sin 
Bible says he was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin even him when it mattered most he had lived for 33 and a half years on earth and when it mattered most the very night in which he was betrayed he had gathered the disciples in Gethsemane which was a place he used to resort to for prayer and in the night hours he took Peter, James and John to just tarry with him whilst the others you know Judas had gone out after supper so these were the 11 so 3 were with him and the 8 were somewhere and all 11 were actually heavy with sleep and he said tarry with me because my soul is, is exceeding sorrowful unto death listen to the words of Jesus my soul is exceeding sorrowful unto death at that level he was like should I say yes or I should say no I am torn between doing the will of the father and my own will at this level and scripture recounts that the man's prayer was so agonizing that there were thick clots of blood I mean his sweat were like drops of blood and in fact scientists make us aware that when you are under great tension and pressure your pores open up and so it was not just sweat that was like thick clots of blood but actually it was his pores that had opened up as a result of the dread and the fear of what awaited him to drink into his spirit the sin nature was what he dreaded not the death please take note jesus christ didn't fear death because he told the disciples that I can live my life down and take it again. But for the first time, his spirit was going to come into contact with sin nature. That was the cup he was to drink, which he dreaded. So he went before the Father three times. If it is possible, Lord, let this cup pass over me. And it was not just, oh, he just prayed. And no, it was agonizing prayer. It was a dreadful prayer. It was a prayer of conforming his will to the will of the Father. It was a, it was a prayer of yielding his will under the will of the Lordship of the Holy Spirit. Thank God. God won. Because finally when he prayed the third time, he said, Father, if this cup will not pass over me, let your will be done. At that level, the Holy Ghost took over. And you know, from that moment, the man, because he knew that he had yielded to the Father, if he should speak, he would tame death. So when they came, and he asked them, Judas came with the soldiers and with others, the doctors of the Lord, the Pharisees, he had already betrayed Jesus. Then he asked them, who are you looking for? They said, Jesus of Nazareth. Then he said, I am he. Just by mere talking, I am he. They all fell under the anointing. Broom. They stood up and he asked them again, whom are you looking for? Then he said, Jesus of Nazareth. He said again, I am he. Then they fell again. That's to tell you that if the man kept talking, he wouldn't have gone to the cross. Thank God Isaiah had prophesied 700 years before that as a lamb led to the slaughter, he did not open his mouth. So he kept quiet and he willingly submitted himself to the will of the father and went to the cross and died 
that was the death by which he was to glorify God and because he was so obedient unto death wherefore God also has highly exalted him and giving him the name that is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven of things in the earth and of things under the heaven that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father somebody say what are you saying when it comes to yielding your will it's not it's not cold war it is it is hot war because your will can contest with the will of God your will can resist the will of God and God will not impose himself take note but your will will be struggling but you must say I'm yielding my will because you are the spirit your will is in your soul so you've got to hand over your soul under the lordship of Christ who is in your spirit in the person of the Holy Spirit will you pray that prayer again this morning I don't know about you but after these 21 days, I don't want to go back. I won't go back. I can't go back to the way it used to be. Before your presence came and changed me. I won't go back. I won't go back. I can't go back to the way it used to be. Let's sing. I won't go back. I won't go back. I can't go back to the way it used to be. Before your presence came and changed. It doesn't matter how the experience has been. I won't go back. over my soul will you make that prayer make that a prayer i won't go back i yield my soul under the influence of the holy spirit take over lord take over my soul take over the holy father take over my soul take over my soul take over Holy Spirit, Shaka la ba shaka, raba raba zupra delele. Shaka ba, 
I found joy in you, Lord. Take over my soul. I don't know which area of your life God wants to choose to glorify Him. But when He shows it to you, allow it to be. Is it your life? Is it your death? Is it your marriage? Is it your business? Is it your finances? Is it your health situation? Is it your investment? Your career? Your academic life? Your education? The degrees? Which area of your life does God want to choose? Give it to Him. Yield to His will. Allow His will to be done. Whichever area, what God does with one has got nothing to do with you. What God does with me has got nothing to do with you. And what God does with you has got nothing to do with me. Let His will be done. Let His will be done. Let His will be done. In the name of Jesus, I see a people who are ready. I see a people who are ready. That in the, in the fourth year as a ministry, God will raise a great army who will be used as individual vessels to build upon the foundation that has been laid in the past three years. 
why do i say so because yesterday the lord spoke to me when we ended the 21 days pray and fasting that what you people have done for the last three years was just a foundation and upon this foundation every material you need for the building is already in the foundation in other words every message that has been preached for the last three years i want to challenge you if you can go back to those same messages they are all on the podcast Samuel Excellence podcast they are all being aired on IP online radio if you can go back they are all on facebook some are on youtube who we'll upload all all that we have done for these three years the lord said that is just the foundation but every material for the building is in the foundation already in other words everything we're going to do for instance god showed me the next four years everything we're going to do in the next four years is already in the foundation if we can go back this time around we are not going back to the flesh but we are going back to the foundation and look for those materials you will use those materials to build a great and a mighty house and the lord called it a mighty oak an oak tree that many will come and lean upon and will never fall many will come and find shelter under and feed from i can see the future and i see a people that god has raised along the vision and the mission of international prayer resort ministries it is not my church it is jesus's church i am only a steward and he only chose me as a chief servant he could have used anybody else but i can see the future that the church is marching on and the gaze of hell shall not prevail against it i see the will of god being done and I see a people of like-mindedness, a people that have bought into the vision, a people that have have been become partakers of the mission and are giving themselves over to the will of God. And let me tell you, his will will be done with or without me. And his will will be done with or without you. So if I were you, I would yield my will so that he will use me to glorify himself. Because the next phase of IPR ministries is a glorious phase. And since we are part of the body of Christ, generally, we will see what he will do, especially in the coming year, the year of our glorious emergence. It's our year of glorious emergence. Not just as a local assembly, but the entire body of Christ. But since we are part of it, we shall be a part of those who emerge gloriously. What a beautiful posture and a beautiful face the Lord has brought us. I think those who have built can testify that the greatest part and difficult part of a building is the foundation. So if the Lord called the three years foundation, then I know that the rest of the years that lie ahead of us, so Jesus comes, we will never lack ideas. We will never lack resources. We will never lack structure. We will never lack the input to make the building complete the material for the foundation is the same material he will use for the building and then he said you listen to the messages you have preached so i used to listen to ipr online radio more than anybody and yesterday i resume and i'm telling you it's impactful i want to recommend to you because it is just free to air reintroduce free of charge without any cost i know that it is easy to tune into other radio stations where you are not paying anything in terms of online data and whatever 
but there is something on IP Online Radio on our podcast that I want you to go back to. You can go back to the podcast and search for any message because all that God has done in the last three years is what He will use to build us up as we build on this foundation. But what He will do with me has got nothing to do with what He will do with you. And what He will do with you has got nothing to do with what He will do with me. So together, we will play our individual roles. And together, when we shall stand, we shall give account of ourselves individually. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that the Spirit of the Living God will give you illumination and understanding. That you will appreciate where He's taking us to as a people and as a ministry. So that you will not you will not draw back. Apostle Paul said that if any man draws back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Then he added, we are not of them that draw back, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Please believe. I didn't call myself. I know that about myself. He called me. And he called a people along. So if you are a part, whether as a member or as an associate from afar, let's build together. Let's yield our souls individually to the Holy Spirit. And you'll be amazed what he will use you to do. It may be that your finances is what, what, what God will use to glorify himself in international prayers and ministries. It may be that investment that God will use. It may be that land, that property. It may be that acquisition, that thing that you have. But if your soul is not yielded, even when God is talking, you will not hear. Holy Spirit, take over my soul. Is that your cry? If that is your cry, then I want to tell you that it is done. And we call it done. In Jesus' holy name. Amen.